Welcome, travelers. I'm Josh. I'm Glenn. And I'm Lee Wanika. And this is Tabletop Journeys, where we will be your humble guides on the quest to RPG adventures. Here at Tabletop Journeys, we are all devoted role players and storytellers at heart, and we absolutely love sharing our passion with you. In our main podcast episodes, we discuss D&D 5e's core rules and ever-expanding content, while also showcasing other RPG systems and bringing you fresh, new projects from indie content creators. Let us help you get the most out of your story, no matter what game world you're playing in, because detailed settings, heroic characters, vibrant NPCs, and a focus on story over rules can make any campaign legendary. Give me a good push. Yeah. Cool. And then the very last one is right next to Urson right here. So that's going to be our last guy to attack. That is a 14. That will not hit. All right. He he survives. And that means we are back at the top of the round with Urson. It is your turn. All right. Is this what? All right, Vlad. Pick one and let's take him out. Going after the sword commander, fearing that he could probably bring in more. So I'm going to attack with the Psychic Flail. And... 25 to hit. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Seven Bludgeoning. Nice. Seven Psychic. And I'm going to push him five feet. Okay. Now I'm going to go with the Psychic Flail at this one. And that's going to be that one. Okay. There you go. Yeah. So and south, southeasternmost. Yeah, correct. Guys. That, that's going to be 26 to hit. Oh, that's going to hit. There we go. Luanique is waking up now. All right. That's going to be five bludgeoning. Okay. And four psychic. Okay. And pushing him five feet. Nice. And I'm going to take my bonus action and hit this one with necrot. Oh, not damn it. The necrotic won't do any damage, but that's the flail I'm using. I'm assuming they're immune to necrotic damage. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Being undead. Yeah. yeah. And I'm hoping it doesn't heal them. And you were lucky it does not heal them. And that's going to be a dirty 20. Yep. Start healing the undead sculpture is going to decide you're a necromancer and need to be put down. Uh, And that's going to be four bludgeoning and I'm pushing him five feet away. Okay. So now only only one of them is on me. Nice, nice. (laughs) Nice. For a second. Yeah. Yeah. They get to move back, but. (laughs) Sweet. Cool. So if that is Urson's full turn, then we are back to Skaldrig. Yeah. Yep. Because the silver tongue is no more. Yep. Skaldrig's getting a little bit tired of just taking opportunity attacks. And yet. (laughs) 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30. 35, 40, and he puts two arrows into the sword commander guy. That was a dirty 20 to hit you, by the way, so you would take eight slashing as you ran away from the sword wraith. Fantastic. Still not bloodied, damn it. Damn it. And my first arrow is a 17. That is just going to miss. Oof. 21. Oh, that's going to hit. For 13 piercing. 
Nice. <laughs> and eight radiant. Nice. I will uh, say the radiant seems to be bugging these guys a little bit more than the actual arrows. Excellent. And then I'm going to bonus action. You know, I'm glad you said that. It gives me something else to do with my curses. Um, going to bonus action, Curse of Binding. The Sword Commander. Okay. I attempt to bind a larger, smaller creature that I can see within 30 feet of me. It must succeed in a strength saving throw, DC 16. Okay. That is going to pass at a 19. Oh, and I have one curse left. All right. So if that is your turn, Skaldrig, then we are back to our bloodlusty friend, Marin with his lovely intestine boa. All right. I am going to uh, make my wisdom save. Oh, shit. (laughs) All right. All right. So I've got three creatures that are in melee range with me. So again, going from left to will be one, two. Then below me will be three, four. Ursenu will be five, six on my D6. And it's a four. I would have felt really close. bad if I was the <laughs> <laughs> for, for the for the second time you're going to see me look at you for just a second and then attack the guy next to you. <laughs> I'm trying uh, to get away. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I will. Boy, am I going to move? Nope. I'm I'm going to play it straight. I'm not going to move. I'm just going to attack the the critter directly south of me. So I'm just going to lay in with my attacks here. So first one is a 15 to hit. That is just shy. That will miss. Cool. All right. Uh, second one is a 24 to hit. That's going to hit. Yeah. Cool. So that is D8 plus six. So 14 points of bludgeoning and eight points of lightning damage. Nice. Yep. And then uh, so now I've got my bonus action attack. Ooh, that's an 18 to hit. Mm-hmm. That'll Excellent. hit. Uh, nine points of bludgeoning and three points of lightning. Was this the same one? Same one, yep. Okay. It's really not looking so great. Excellent. Cool. All right. That's my turn. Sweet. All right. In that case, we are to our first three of these guys. So that's going to be the two on either side of you, Marin. They're both going to try and hit you. Yep. One of them, that is a 19. That meets, yeah. And the other one, that is a 17. Okay, so which one hit me? The one to my left or the, the one to your left? Okay. To the west. All right, cool. And that is going to be 13 points of slashing damage. I am not looking good, but I'm also... All right, so normally when I get hit, I use my reaction to go ahead and like give them additional damage and move them, but mm-hmm. that wasn't the target of my bloodlust, so I'm not going to use my reaction. Okay. Trying to explain that because I know I've been doing it every turn. And then the last of our first group was the one that Urson pushed away, which is going to run back up and is going to try and hit you, Urson, for a 21. That'll hit. And that is 12 points of slashing damage. Oh. Is he still standing? He is. Stay alive. <laughs> and then it's our sword wraith commander, the remaining one. Yeah. And let's see, is going to do. Where is? Mm, he's going to come around to here, so we can hit you, Marin. Yeah. There's a four on the die, so that first one is not going to hit you. It's a miss. The second one is four. Let's see. 16, 23 to hit. Oof. Yeah, that'll hit. Okay. And you take eight points of slashing damage. That one. That is its turn, so then remains our newcomer sword wraiths. Let's see. 5, 10, 15, 20. Haha, this one is going to chase after you, Skullberg. Come back, you wee bugger and try and hit you and that is <laughs> a five on the die that is probably not going to hit you 
He's just checking. See, yeah, I know that's definitely not going to hit you with an 11. So that was that one. And then we have these two. One's going to come after Marin, and one will come after Urson. So, Marin, do you get hit on a 21? I do. Okay. That is six point slashing damage. Whoa, boy. And then, Urson, do you get hit on a 21? I do. Okay. It's a whopping five points of slashing damage. <laughs> I survived. Just like, <laughs> I survived. Oh my god, I survived. I won't survive long, much longer. That was impressive. That is all. With you. Take somebody with you. <laughs> all their turns. So we are back with Urson at the top of the round. Wow. Urson swings his flails and says, the Raven Queen, I see her, and you will fall, and I will attack Psychic Flail, uh, the one to myself. Okay. And that is... (laughs) 22. Mm Mm-hmm. That'll hit. Eight bludgeoning. Nice. Seven psychic. Okay. And I will push. Five feet that way. Uh, Psychic flail, the one to my south. Mm Mm-hmm. And, or, yeah, or the southwest, rather. That's a 27. Yep, this is going to hit. For a whopping four points of bludgeoning. And three points of psychic. Mm Mm-hmm. And I'm going to push that one that way. This is this one. As you push it, it yep. just shatters. <laughs> yes. Nice. And then I turn to the one to my east. And with the necrotic flail. I swing. That's going to be a 26. Mm-hmm. It's going to hit. <laughs> mm-hmm. Don't you know it. And that's <laughs> going to be a 10 for bludgeoning. Nice. And I'm going to push that one. That way. And then with a clear run. <laughs> I'm going <laughs> to boot scoot and boogie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get you some cover. <laughs> and that's my turn. Run away. <laughs> nice. Very nice. Very nice. Wow. Nice. That means that it is now Skaldrig's turn. So, scanning the minions, which one looks closest to death? The one that looks closest to death is the one that is south of Marin and just south of the Sword Wraith Commander. Not qu- Yes, that one. Yeah. And does it look reasonably rough? It looks pretty pretty dang shabby. It's one of its arms is already gone. All right. So, risking the attack of opportunity yet again. 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30. That was a 6 on the die, so you escape scot-free. And I'm going to shoot that one twice. We need to lower the number of people hitting folk, right? Yeah, because I, I don't think I'm making it out of this round. 
I was surprised I made it out of that one. Yeah. I'm going to bonus action, use my last curse to do curse of exposure hmm? on that skeletal figure, the wounded one, mm-hmm. which will remove its resistance to piercing damage. Nice. But I'm going to roll a 14. That's that probably misses. not going to hit. My second attack is a 22. That is definitely going to hit. So that is 10 on the piercing. Mm-hmm. 2d8 on the radiant for another 4 on radiant. But he took all 10. Nice. <laughs> you explode this thing. It just shatters in a burst nice. of light and bone. Nice. So that was the one. Yeah. Just south of Marin. That one is very much deaded. Was that your full turn? Go away. Yeah. That was my full turn. Yes. Cool. In that case, we are back to Marin. Okay. Cool. Make that one invisible, though. Yes. Done. Uh, Let's see. Okay. I am. First thing first, I need to make my wisdom save. That's a 19, so I pass it this time, so I can pick who I I want to attack. Of the three creatures that are in melee range with me, which Mm. one looks the most ready for killing? The one that's currently looking the shabbiest is, of those three, the one that's directly north of you. Cool. All right. I I will attack it. Cool. Cool, cool, cool. Okay, so that's natural one. And so the way that we run natural ones that I'm going to be at disadvantage for the rest of the round. That's not good. And and creatures attacking me would have advantage also. All right, let's do it up. So here we go. Uh, Second attack on that guy is, let's see, that's a a 13. Not going to hit. It's not going to hit. All right, I'll use my bonus action attack. Try to hit it. That is a 21 to hit. That's going to hit. Okay. At least something. Cool. So that's 14 bludgeoning plus two lightning. Nice. And that. Yeah, that will be my turn. I will hold my reaction. In that case, we've got. Our first two sword wraiths, which are the ones closest to you, Marin, they're both mm-hmm. going to try and hit you. I like it. The first one, that is a 20 to hit. That will hit. We don't like that. And that is six points slashing damage. Cool. So is their weapon magic? No. <sighs> I wish I had asked that question five rounds ago. Yeah. But that's okay because I have because I am in hybrid form. I have resistance to non-magical bludgeoning, piercing, and slashing damage. So I probably should have about fifty more hit points than I've got. But that's okay. I forgot to go ahead and call it, so that's on me. Oh. Um, but that's okay. So I, I I am still up. I'm still up. But other one is going to try to hit you. Bad. Yeah. yeah. Other one is going to hit you. That is a four on the dice. So that is not going to succeed. All right. And then it is the Sword Wraith Commander's turn, who is going to also try to hit you. That is a six on the dice, so that is not going to hit you. There we go. That's a little better. Okay. That is a dirty 20 to hit. That will hit. Okay. And this one is for whoop. This one is for magical damage. Okay. I I can keep my dang dice on the table. And that is nine points slash. Cool. So. As I am falling, can I use my reaction as I fall? Yeah. Cool. As yeah. yeah, as I am falling, the my eyes glow green with the gem dragon reprisal a little bit. And I need a strength save. Okay. From the Sword of Commander? Yeah. That's a what is the strength in that one? It's a, that it's is a DC 16. 15. Oh, okay. He'll take damage at least. Wow. On 2d8, I rolled a one and a four. So he'll take uh, two points of uh, force damage. I was really hoping to push him into that column behind him, but that's... Would have been cool. Yeah, but no. 
All right, Marin has fallen. All right. Our remaining guys are going to go after Urson. And man, Scalder, you just can't sit still. Let's see. 10, 30. This one's going to chase after you, but he's not going to be able to catch all the way up to you. Just come back. Urson, the one by <laughs> you is going to try and hit you. That is a math. 15 plus. A 22 to hit. That's going to hit. Okay. And that's for a <laughs> total of nine slashing. That is non-magical. And Ursin right. falls. Oh, the necrotic boy. energy dissipates. The psychic glow on his other flail dissipates. He casts his eyes up and says, my queen. And he falls. Oh, dang. All right. And that is all of their turns, which means Skaldrig, it's down to you. Okay, so (laughs) Skaldrig's like, ah, lads, I'll avenge you. You and Holy Beast, it's just you and me now. I already got a little redneck there. That's okay. (laughs) And he takes the guy right in front of him. Closest target, two shots. Gotcha. Go for it. 24. That is going to hit. Rolled it two. We'll do use piercer on that to see if we can get another tiny bit of damage out of his resistance. Mm-hmm. Got a six plus five is 11 piercing. Nice. 2d8 radiant for 11 radiant. Nice. Does it still exist? You explode this thing. Nice. It again, it just shatters in that burst of light, and it's just light clattering noise as all the bones drop onto the stone floor. That's right, Richard Craniums, come and get me. <laughs> 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, 35. Two shots on, or the, my second shot on the one that just dropped. Ersen, Urchen. Okay. Yeah. 24 again. Yep, that'll hit. No reroll on my two this time. Uh, so seven piercing. Mm-hmm. And five radiant. Okay. And I crouch for maximum cover. This thing, oh, the one at Ersen looks real bad. It looks in a real bad way. It's a numbers game now, boys. <laughs> so uh, that one stays. These two are going to go towards you. Let's see. 30. Man, you move fast for a dwarf. 40 feet of movement. <laughs> yeah. And this one, he's not going to be able to get line of sight on you. Let's see. So, how are we counting cover for this again? He's uh, going to try and okay, he's yeah, going to try and hit quarters, you with this yeah. long bow. That is a four on the die. That's not going to hit you, and that is a sixteen on the other one. That will not hit me before cover, my plus yeah. five for three quarters cover. Mwah. Cool. In that case, it is you again. Uh, actually, I get my death save. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was going to say, yeah. Nice. Yeah. Okay, go for it, guys. Throw them out. Throw them out, guys. Come on, I need my nat 20. Oh, so close. And if one of y'all could pop back up, it'd be hot. Jump in from yeah, the back. Yeah. Nope, I, I succeeded, but I did not. Yeah, I succeeded. I had an 18, but that, nice. yeah, I also had an 18. It, it almost landed a 20. I'm going to win this, and so you guys keep saving, okay? Yeah, yeah. I pop up and shoot the one by Ursen again. Okay, go for it. Wait a minute, who's closest to me? Yeah, nobody can reach me on the next round. 28. Oh, yeah. Rolled a freaking two again, but I'll use Piercer. To turn that into a seven plus five is 12 Piercer. Nice. 
And six radiant. It shatters. Fabulous. All right. And then I shift to the next closest target here. That next one, Uh uh-huh. Yeah, just still crouch, just pivots and fires again. 29. Yeah, nice. You might just pull this off, Skeldrick. I told you I'm going to win. Keep saving. (laughs) Uh, Piercing for six. Hmm? Radiant for 15. Wow, okay. This one is also not looking so great. Okay. (laughs) Not looking so hot. It's that radiant damage. That's what's doing it. Let's see. Okay. That is the conclusion of my turn. These guys are going to try and get closer to you. Let's see. That one's going to get there. And... (laughs) That one's going to get there. This guy, he's not going to be able to come all the way up to where you are. And the Sword Wraith Commander is going to... They're actually all going to make a ranged attack against you. Let's do... We'll do the Sword Wraiths first. That's an 11. I have a 22 with three quarters cut. Other one has a 19. Yep. And then we'll do the commander last that is a 13 so all of their attacks are he gets the second one wait for it yeah they're all the attacks are gonna miss Oof. cover is key cover is key all right it's i believe our saves next yep top of the round come on natural 20 nope but it succeeds a success Dirty Monica? 20. Oh, oh. So close. You open one eyelid. Let's <laughs> go. dead yet. <laughs> I'm getting better. Quite a bit better, actually. I want to go for a walk. <laughs> I feel happy. Happy. <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> such a great movie. <laughs> oh, such a good movie. See, so, yeah, after that, then it's Skaldrig again. So Skaldrick pops back up, and that first one that he shot last turn, which is still the lead guy, fires an arrow at him. 31. That's definitely going to hit. Going to use Piercer on that one for damage. Turn it into a 3 plus 5 is 8 piercing. Mm-hmm. And 12 radiant. Nice. It shatters. You decimate this thing. Nice. Which which one did you attack? The lowest one, southmost. Excellent. All right. Yeah. And then the next one that's small has a smaller hit point pool. Mm. Not the commander. We'll get the other arrow. But a seventeen will not hit. Ah, uh, seventeen will hit. Ooh, a seventeen will hit. Nice. Wouldn't hit the other guy, but it'll hit this one. For ten piercing. Okay. And 13 radiant. 13. Man, that radiant damage is a kicker. I love it. Nice. Okay. It is the Sword Wraith Warrior's turn first. Let's see. It's going to run down to here and attempt to shoot you with a longbow okay that is 18 to hit that will hit okay with his reposition yeah and that is a total of five points piercing damage ah you found me did ya (laughs) 30 he still can't reach you (sighs) um he's gonna come down here here and take a shot at you with again longbow 16 uh, 5 21 to hit on that one double hit and that is six points piercing damage and that's a four on the dice so the second one is not going to hit which means that we are back to our saves all right 
Last chance to get back into this is coming right here. Natural 20! Uh, yeah, oh, yeah. Don't die again. Right? All right. I got oh, one hit shit. Point. Oh, shit, yes! Nice. Natural nice. 20! That's hot shit. Nice. <laughs> so we're back up and we can actually act. Is that correct? Yeah, because we get one, so. one hit point. Yeah. 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 All right. Oof. All of one HP. Use it well. All right. So, uh, so if it, I was the death order, save your action, or did you is, come right up ready to act? Initiative order would be Urson first, and then Marin right after. Yeah. No, it was it was Urson, Skaldric, and then me. Yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. Yep. Let's see. What I'm going to do because I'm it, at it is not our action, Glenn. By the way, sorry. Yeah, that's it's just a save. So cool, good. Yeah. Because I'm at a distance, is I'm going to Eldritch Blast, but I am going to reposition to do that, and I believe I can still hit him there. Yes, Eldritch Blast the, the Sword Commander. Nice. Okay. And that's going to be a probably not enough to hit him, but it's 18. Yeah. 16. So I missed. Okay. And then I will carry my move the rest of my movement. So that was 10, 15, 20. And then if that is your turn, then we're on to Skaldrick. Yep. Okay, Skaldrig says, ha ha, welcome back, boys. And uh, takes a shot at the lesser undead before him. Okay. 24. Yo, yeah. <laughs> we got this. Eight piercing. Okay. And three radiant. Okay. Gives it a second shot. Nah, that's no fun. Let's not do it that way. So at that point, knowing that they're both close enough now that they could actually reach him, he gives them a wink, chuckles, <laughs> and uses his bonus action to activate etherealness. So it's not even a bonus action. It's just so you can do it. Let me find it. <laughs> You're going to move to the sarcophagi? <laughs> Trades. <laughs> Bye. Just go straight through it. Where is it? Ethereal walk. Aether walk. I started my turn. I can step between planes as long as I'm not incapacitated. So I did this at the start of my turn. I can move through creatures and objects as though they're difficult terrain. So basically, for my movement, I go. Oh, let me go back to here. Five, ten, fifteen. Through the wall. 20. 25, 30. Nope, not that far. 25, 30, 35, 40, and shoot him again. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> pops out of the wall. You see the, the two skeletal figures, they stare at you as you go through the wall, and then as you come back through, you see them, and they're just looking around blankly. Like, nice. Where'd nice. it go? And that was a 24 to hit him again. Yeah, it's going to hit. 12 piercing. Is that for the little one? Yeah. Okay. And 11 radiant. Oh, oh, he looks so bad. This one is just hanging on by a thread. Excellent. Excellent. Nice. All right. And I can Marin. do that. That's active for three rounds. Nice. And nice. I can do it twice a day. So right afterwards, if it was just me alone, I was just going to keep popping in and out of the walls until they were all dead. <laughs> Does <laughs> Does it do anything to your AC or no? No, it's weird in that respect. Interesting. Yeah. So you're not like invisible or anything. Yeah. It's it's ethereal looking and I can affect things on the ethereal plane as well, apparently, or touch them or, and see them. So if somebody invisible was here, I could see them, but I'm just in between. All right. So I'm going to take my movement then. Now that I'm awake and I'm going to go ahead and regain three hit points because I am in bloodlust and I'd forgotten about that the first time around here. So let's, I'm going to take my movement. So let's see, 10, 20, 
30, 40, five. I'm not in melee range, but that's okay. I will cast Sacred Flame. I will cast Sacred Flame against the one that looks really uh, bad. So the, okay, the that's the Sword Wraith yeah. Warrior at the bottom. Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah. So I need a dexterity save uh, DC 13. That is a 13 on the die. How does that work with saves? Is, is it meet? If you meet, you succeed or meet, meet succeeds. Meet succeed. Okay. okay. So, uh, and that's a save or suck. See this streak of Sacred Flame blow by him, but but Hits the wall, doesn't do anything. He's so. very lucky you missed because both of them are still looking around trying to find the dwarf who just disappeared through <laughs> <Right>. a wall. Very, <laughs> yep. very sneaky stuff. Yeah. <laughs> that's all right. Now it's their turn. Gotcha. So let's see. They are going to, let's see. It's now a target rich environment. After you, yeah. This one's going to come after you five, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30. Oh, that one is going to try and hit you with its axe. That is a 14 to hit. Uh, no. Okay, that one is going to miss. And then the commander is going to come up after you, Skull Dragon Chief. And try to hit you with his longsword. There's a four on the die that is not going to hit, and that is an 18 to hit. The 18 will hit. Okay. So just one of those hits. And you take 12 points of slashing damage. And that is both of their turns, which means that Urson is up next. I will move to this position and shoot at the badly damaged sword, right? Yep. Okay. If you can free me up. I can go mess up that commander. Get wrecked! That's going to be a 24. That is going to hit. And that's going to be four Eldritch Blasts. Nice. You hit this thing and you obliterate it. Excellent. It just splinters in a spray of bone dust. Excellent. And then I'm going to pull out my light crossbow. I was going to say, don't get in my way. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm going to go, so I went 510, so. Hang on a second. I got to do my measuring tool here to make sure I can actually. Yeah. He's only 20 feet away from you. That's yeah. I'm trying to stay out of your way also. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I'm going to sh- say the Raven Queen sends her blessings from beyond the shadow. Sick. And I will shoot the light crossbow. Okay. And that's going to be an 18 to hit. Meets it beats. Do your worst. And that's going to be four damage. I assume that's piercing? Yes, piercing. Okay. Cool. Somewhat limited, but... Hey, damage is damage. Yep. And if that is your full turn, then we are to Skaldrig. Our All disapparating right. dwarf. Skaldrig <laughs> says, ha, Not so fast there, Richard. And I'll eat the <laughs> attack of opportunity again to go 5, 10. 15, oh 20, 25, 30, 35, 40, and then shoot him twice. And that is an 18 on the attack of opportunity. That'll hit me. So you take another eight point slashing damage. All right. I'm definitely bloodied, but I don't look that bad. All right. 64, 62 out of 164. Not bad. Uh, I was at 62 once. My first shot (laughs) is a crit. Many, many moons ago. Nice. 32. Very nice. Uh, So that is eight plus. I'm going to piercer that three and see if we can make it bigger. No, it's a three. Destined to be a three. Eight plus three (laughs) is 11 plus five is 16 on the piercing. Okay. Then 24 plus 
No, not three. Only two this time. 16 plus... Uh, three is 19 right Ooh. here. Dang. Nice. I'm we'll one and a two on 2d8, though. Ugh. The radiant right. looks like it's doing a little bit more to this thing than the piercing. Mm-hmm. Um, Understood. Shot. Second shot. Here we go. Dirty, dirty 20. Nice. Yep. Let's see what you got. 10 piercing. Mm-hmm. And nine radiant. Nice. <clears throat> this thing's not looking so hot. Not looking Excellent. great. All right. So, yeah, Marin, you're uh, up. I will bolster myself with my three hit points this turn. Starting already to look a little bit better, a little bit more more color to his skin. And in his, his wear turtle stampede, we'll take 10, 20, 30... At 40, 45, he will jump up on top of the sarcophagus next to this thing just nice. for added flavor and color and start start smacking at him with his claws. Oh, it's over. We have the high ground. Yep. <laughs> the first one's a 27 to hit. Oh, yeah. Yep. Yep. Uh, and that will be 14 points of, of slashing from the claws okay. and two points of lightning damage. Nice. Claws still do lightning. All right, second attack. That's a 22 to hit. It's going to hit. And eight points of slashing and eight points of lightning. Nice. And uh, and then for just a second, he will pull back his claw again, and then he will attack him with his bonus attack. Also, 14 to hit, which I don't think will hit. This is not going to hit. Oh, oh, I really wanted to kill this guy. (laughs) (laughs) Bad to the hook. Definitely in the bloody territory if it still had blood. Yeah, it's not looking good. It's got like one of its arms is off and just hanging by some remaining sinew bits. And its rib cage is just falling apart just a little bit. Nice. Nice. I got no curses left for him, so all I can do is keep shooting the little bastard. It is his turn. He's going to try to hit you, Marin, Mm -hmm, since you're mm -hmm. right next to him. That, there's a four on the die. That is not going to do anything. Second attack is a... Let's see. That is a 17 to hit. Uh, 17 will miss. Ooh, very nice. All right. You live to fight another day, my friend. Those were Excellent. both of its attacks. Excellent. Which means we are back at the top of the round with Urson. All right. Sensing that we have this and we will prevail... Urson forgoes any pretense and runs and uses charger <laughs> and hits with the flail. And will miss, most likely. Yep. 12. That's going to miss. Second flail. I'm on. That's a one. Oh. To be fair, Ouch. you were dead a minute ago. I mean. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Give the guy a break, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. And then we'll go with the bonus action flail. Mostly dead, not all dead. Seventeen. We'll miss. We'll miss. Close, but we'll miss. So I am in there, but I have done absolutely nothing. <laughs> this one. And with that, it is back to uh, Skeldrig. So that kind of the, the bad guy hasn't gone yet. The bad guy went. No, he, he, went he went already. Twice. Missed you. That's right. Yep, that's right. We, we don't need him to try again. He's yeah, yeah. very alarmed. <laughs> we'll, we'll swing at your feet. Didn't really know where to hit you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Skaldrig, still chuckling, even though the bad guy's not paying attention to him anymore, steps in and out of the walls again because he thinks it's cool. 5, 10, <laughs> 15, 20, Whee! 25, 30, 35, 40, and steps back out and shoots the bad guy twice again. Dirty 30. Dang, yeah. Nice. For 10 piercing. Okay. Back to hell with ya! 27. 
That's going to hit. 12 piercing. Okay. Nine radiant. <laughs> by the holy beast. By one point, you have obliterated this thing and sent it back to the gates of hell. Oof. Oh, it had eight left oh. when you got that nine on radiant. That nice. was so good. <clears throat> oh, goodness. Oh, holy man. crap. Peter <laughs> 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 oh. on the edge for a minute there, boy. That was a close one. <laughs> oh. That was a close one for sure. Uh, the fact that we both rolled D20s on our death saves at that point in time. Yeah, you got the I, nat 20s there. That was crazy. Mm. I, I don't know that because I mean, think about it. Like if we had succeeded, if we had just succeeded on that and not, not rolled the natural 20, we're stabilized. But stabilized creatures are still unconscious. Mm-hmm. They have zero yep. hit points and they're still unconscious. Yeah. So yep. that was really our only option. <laughs> yep. I wasn't sure. I wasn't sure which way it was going to go because when the two of you went down, that Sword Wraith Commander still had 92 HP. And there was still, I think, two or three of the secondary wraiths that were up. Yeah. So I was like, I don't know which way it's going to go. Once yeah. I knew they were both going to drop, I was just backing up and getting as much <laughs> Out distance through as the wall. possible. That's that was, a that really a handy play. trick. That's a yeah. great one. Yeah. And I knew really and that was my ace in the hole. I'm like, she's going to get all up close. And they're going to close it. And I'm like, ah, I'm like, <laughs> bye. Just poof through the wall. In terms of an undead hunting class, I love it. Like, probably my best straight up pure designed undead mm-hmm. hunting class so mm-hmm. far. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think that. One, this was better than I thought it would be, mm-hmm. but definitely needs to be in a multi-group party. Yeah, mm-hmm. could have used some help. Could um, use some healing. <laughs> yeah, these guys are specialists; they're not well-rounded. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but I can tell you that's that was a fairly. I, I don't know if it any martial fighter, like up close, hand to hand, or melee fighter at high level, is limited with the damage they could do. I did. Mm-hmm. I did pretty good damage i'm not toe-to-toe with a battle master or a champion who gets those crits on the lower levels but i'm probably as good as any uh, other mainline martial fighter at least as good and then i had the ability just the neat abilities i had like throwing in the range like being able to toss the eldritch blast a few times where but i didn't have to spam it i was actually did more damage with the flails than I did with Eldritch Blast. Mm-hmm. Yep. So yeah, I mean, sure. those are cool. And I think that when we looked at the class, when we talked about the class, we were pretty critical of it. And I think that the criticism bears fruit because I would say that of the things on my sheet, I did not even, like half of them never even came up. So there were broad swaths of what makes the blood hunters really complicated that never even factored into the equation. And Glenn, yeah. I really applaud you for really trying to go ahead and use a lot of the blood curses, a lot of the blood curses and stuff like that, trying to go ahead and bring that stuff in because I sure wasn't. It didn't register on me to go ahead and use some of that stuff because it's like, they don't have blood, so I really can't do this. And I'd rather, right. honestly, in my position, I'm like, am I really going to burn a bonus action to do something else, or am I just going to continue to hit? And mm-hmm. after two or three rounds of, okay, I'm just burning my bonus actions here. I really, and I'm taking a lot of damage. I'm doing some damage, but I really need that third attack. That third attack for the Lycan is really nice. And yeah, that was, but that was pretty intense. And well, the, I, I, that's what made it so much easier, I think, to work through. And even then I was forgetting about stuff. Yeah. Part of the reason that it worked for me is because as I just said a minute ago, blood hunters are specialists and the different yeah. colleges are different specialists. And the undead hunter was gifted with a scenario that was going to let his ability shine mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. all of my curses as a, as an undead, as a ghost hunter, all of my curses work, whether they have blood or not so that I can affect the undead. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I didn't have to worry about that. And then when I chose to go ranged, I picked curses that ideally would be support from the outside. And I loved that the, Curse of the Exorcists to be able to free up dominated party member or a charmed mm-hmm. party member. Yeah. yeah. Um, that definitely so came in handy. Th- yeah. This was the ideal encounter for Skaldrig to shine. It yeah. really was. Otherwise, who would have been in the same boat? If it, if they weren't undead, I wouldn't have been un- dealing massive damage. I would have been yeah. dealing... That radiant damage. Competent damage. damage. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. Sorry, yeah. before you go in there, how was it for you running against them, Skald? What was... 
it was first of all, I think it was really intriguing because you had a nice mix where the way that each of you played, I know we had a Marin who was a little more tanky. We had Urson who was a mix of a little bit of range, a little bit of tank, and then Skaldric who had the range game down. I I think it's really interesting to see the different flavor of some of the abilities that the Blood Hunter has that are unique because like Glenn was saying, you have certain scenarios where it really lets a character shine because it lines up perfectly. And I think that there's benefits and drawbacks to having a specialist. On one hand, you've got some really cool abilities that in certain circumstances can be absolutely game-changing, which is a lot of fun. And it's interesting as a DM to try and think about what to throw at your players in Mm. that same regard. But I think also you run into the opposite problem, which is when you are so specialized, sometimes it means that if you don't come up against that specific scenario, you're not as effective. So absolutely agree as far as having it be a part of a larger party having it be a win some lose some and that complexity that comes to the blood hunter it has some advantages because you can do some really cool stuff in specific scenarios but it has some drawbacks where i think there's some level of complication that might be a little unnecessary and can make anything other than that specific scenario a little less fun to play because you're not as effective so it's a mixed bag i feel like right I, I thought it was a really smart decision on your part to throw numbers at us. That was very when I thought that first was going to be threw, our undoing. Absolutely. The yeah. first time that you threw I mean, those three, the three minions, I was like, okay, three minions. Like we're still okay here. And then when I'm you did going, it again, what are the next three coming? Yeah, I knew, yeah. It, I knew it. When you did it yeah. again, I was like, oh, this is not going to end well for us. Yeah. <laughs> but, but from a strategy point, having all six on the field at the same time. Oh. We it caused me to spread my attacks. I could have been much more effective if it had just been the three, because what I did was utilizing the feat that I had to take to augment my ability to fight in melee was I pushed people away so I can get away. The problem was I was completely surrounded. And so I basically got this situation where I couldn't get all of them away from me in one round and then they would all come back and then I at that point I was so low for hit points. I had curses that could have tethered things. I, I had some options, but I was so low I could no longer risk taking the hurt yeah. to do that. And that's where I that's when I'm like, then I gotta go all in. See, I, I just gotta I I just gotta swing. Yeah. And sometimes that's why I support, and I'm not saying I'll always do it. And once you're lower on hit points, there's nothing you you definitely don't want to do it. But I fully support the idea of taking an opportunity attack to get away and still be effective, mm-hmm. as I did many times in the course of the combat, because take one opportunity attack to get out of the center there before they all swarm back in. If you get it down to where you got one bad guy left against you, take his attack yep. to get out of the swarm. Yep. Yeah, and, and That way you're not getting hit by five guys again in the next round. Yeah. And I had thought about doing that, but the issue was I have, I believe of the three of us, the lowest AC. And I am this. I have the slowest speed. Yeah. In that scenario, I couldn't. There was nowhere I could run that they couldn't catch. That that one couldn't also catch me. So I, he, I, I was basically taking a hit to be in exactly the same position that potentially the next round. Yeah. And so that that risk versus reward wasn't really right, right. there. Yeah, um, be- because of that issue. But yeah, I-, I would enjoy using this character in different scenarios. And I think the challenge with the DM for the Blood Hunter, like you mentioned, Skull, is just if you throw too much of the thing that works for their spe- specialty, then other folks don't get the special, don't get to show their thing. Mm-hmm. As well as then they're just, you know, handing, hand- just it's too easy at that point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But at the same time, if you do, if you go away from that too much, then they're not getting to shine, and then it's less fun for players building these specialists. My strongest recommendation is be careful what you use for dump stats. Pick up skills and background things that are going to make your character interesting in other avenues. Mm-hmm. Blood hunters are very good in the exploration and in the investigation phases of, of this game, just based on the things right. that you'll never see in a class warfare episode. Right. right. The, the, uh, that's another if, solid point on them is they've got so, a huge amount of utility in that yeah. arena. So make sure you're building a character who's flavorful. Don't dump a charisma so that now you can't talk to NPCs. Yeah. What are, you, uh, are you calling me out? 
I'm not calling you out. I'm just saying. I got a charisma with the burn scars, but I worked it into my backstory. Yeah. (laughs) He's fun and he's nice. He just looks hideous. Yeah. But essentially, you want to make sure that you're doing, you pick the other thing so they work. Take dice or some game or a background that has something cool that you can utilize to involve yourself in other avenues. So here's the thing about dump static. If you're working with point by, which is the way we run all of our class warfare, so that you could create the same build at home, regardless of dice rolls, you have the luck of the dice land for stat generation. But when you're working with point by and you have any class that actually has effectively a dual prime requisite, you're going to struggle if you don't dump stats something, mm-hmm. right? So to make an effective ghost hunter, I needed a high either strength or dexterity, depending on my fighting stat. And then either intellect or wisdom, depending on my hemocraft stat, because I needed both of those to be solid. And I did choose decks over. You got to dump stat to a certain degree. But yeah. when you don't just dump stat for the sake of dump statting, come yeah. up with a reason. Work it into your work it into your narrative. Yep, totally. All right. Let us let us put a cap on this because, boy, uh, a good, long, beefy battle. Scald, thank you so very one. much. You added so much. My to this. This so pleasure. Much yeah, you guys, so much thank fun. you so much for having me yeah. back on. I have so much fun playing with you guys. It's <laughs> I love it. Excellent. Excellent. Yeah, this is a, we're right. definitely gonna have to do this again. This was pretty magical. Ooh, we'll, have to <laughs> we'll have to figure that out. Rotating cast of, uh, of DM. I, I like it next week. So this coming Saturday after after today's episode, this coming Saturday, we have uh, we're going to the three of us are going to sit down and talk about our our latest book out on dm's guild the traveler's guide to the multiverse so if you are interested in learning more about about the process that we went through to make that book and some of the stuff that's in that book uh, make sure you tune in for that and then next week on tuesday during our actual play slot we have the first episode of mr miller's uh, spy game the session zero for uh, for spy game the d20 modern game that is going to be uh that's going to be a good time we're getting out of the fantasy realm a little bit and going into the modern realm so that'll be that'll be a good time so was just talking to a fan of the show on Patreon, Fiona, about mm-hmm. the spy game, and she was singing its praises yep. while we were sitting around. We were supposed to have a spire session tonight, but not everybody made it, so we just chatted for a bit. Excellent. Yeah. But she was talking about how much fun it was and how great and detailed Lee's world was and how she really liked the take yeah. of D&D over the... yeah. She's, she's pretty pleased. So cool. I'm excited to hear those episodes when they come out because yeah, I haven't so heard them yet either. I'm waiting yeah. for the finished product. Yep. I've, I haven't even started the editing on them yet, so I can't tell you. <laughs> so. <laughs> anyway, Scott, thank you so very much for coming on here. We're definitely going to have to do this pleasure. again. My pleasure. I would uh, love to. Thank you guys oh. so much for having me. Absolutely. Yep, We'll, uh, we'll be in touch because the next class warfare that we're going to be doing is artificers. So Ooh, uh, nice. So that'll be good. We'll have to go ahead and uh, see how this works out. So excellent. Oh, I have I have to mix Brocket. Yep. All right. <laughs> All right. So I guess Glenn, I guess Glenn's not DMing that one. So it's, it's, it's either going to be you or me, Leonika. We'll, we'll figure we'll it figure out. figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> so. All right, everyone. Thank you very much. Have a great night. Thank you for checking it out. And uh, like, subscribe, comment. Want to hear about how you're liking these class warfare episodes and what you want to see next. So uh, yeah. thank you all for checking it out. Have a good night. Yeah. Thank you for joining us. This has been Tabletop Journeys. We would love to hear your feedback on our show today. Join us at www.ttjourneys.com, where you can subscribe to the blog to leave comments and see all the content that we publish beyond the podcast. You can also stay in touch by subscribing to our Twitter, at TT Journeys, by joining our Facebook group, Tabletop Journeys, or by sending an email directly to podcast at ttjourneys.com. And remember, if you want early access to all of our episodes, a chance to drop dice with your favorite hosts, and maybe even appear in one of our actual plays, you can join our Patreon to help support the show at patreon.com forward slash ttjourneys. You're listening to us on Stitcher, iTunes, Podchaser, Spotify, or Audible. We would appreciate it if you would like and subscribe to the podcast on that platform. Full episodes come out every week on Saturdays, and every Tuesday features our actual play episodes. Thank you for listening and for being a part of our growing community. And in the words of another traveler along our path, we bid you shade and sweet water.